Hey mama, welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I'm Courtney, I'm a mom with two littles, obsessed with sharing my journey and experience with other moms to connect, celebrate, and grow a village that we all so desperately need. Motherhood can be lonely and changing the way you parent can be hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Of course, this podcast is all about motherhood, so we'll talk about being intentional with our time, preparing every day for the best case or not so great scenarios, and learning to trust your gut in all of the daily chaos. But that's not all. Motherhood can bring up new emotions like anxiety and even uncover things from our childhood that we don't want to pass on to our kids. So here at Happy Vibes Mama, the goal is to bring you tangible tips and tricks to build up your confidence in motherhood and provide a safe space so that we can figure this all out together. I've got your back, Mama, always, and I'm so happy you're here. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Happy Vibes Mama podcast. One of these days, I'm going to get ahead and batching my podcast so that I don't feel like I'm rushing and doing it the night before, but alas, here we are. I have not taken my own advice yet, (laughs) so... Happy birthday to my sister. This is coming out on June 21st, but her birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday. And today I'm going to talk about planning for adventure and activities for the summertime. I'm sure most of you, if not everyone, is officially on summer break, and now you're wondering, what the heck can I do with all my kids at home? So I want to talk about some indoor and outdoor activities and some things to think about when you need to plan ahead. But before we hop in, I want to tell you that I am doing a free masterclass where I'm going to be diving in deep into all of these ideas of activities and how to plan for them, how to make sure that you're keeping learning in your day, and everything else to make this summer the most unforgettable summer yet. So, if you have not yet registered, please text the word SUMMER, S-U-M-M-E-R, to 570-669-3383, and I'll make sure to send you the registration link so that you can save your seat for my free masterclass happening next Tuesday, June 27th at... 8 p.m. And if you're listening to this and June 27th has already passed, go ahead and shoot me a DM and I'll let you know how you can watch the replay. So without further ado, we're going to hop into some indoor activities. Indoor activities is going to be anything that you want to do on maybe a rainy day or maybe it's too hot or maybe you are just too sunned out because let me tell you what, I love the summer, but sometimes it is just too hot for mommy and I need to be inside in the nice air-conditioned environment where I can just like relax and feel nice and cool and forget that it's a thousand degrees outside. (laughs) So the first thing that I'm going to tell you about 
is activities that are inside but are outside the house because this is all about making memories and doing ton of tons of fun things. So some places to think about that you could be looking for fun indoor activities are your local library. Maybe you have some of those indoor play places or um, like little towns. We have some in our area. We have, if you are local to me, we really like to go to where the wild things play. Yes, where the wild things play in Hershey. There's also um, some really cute ones in Lancaster. When we were in Florida, they had an indoor place. I can't think of the name of it, but I know it's a museum. And it was like in the Fort Lauderdale area. That one was really cute. So I'm sure look up your local areas and you probably have some really fun and usually on the cheaper side of like museum play places. Uh, of course, you can also hit up any like indoor play places like at a fast food restaurant. Uh, we have a membership through Get Air, so we can go to the trampoline park if it's not a nice day out or we just need something to do indoors to run out some energy, etc. So that's the first thing I want to talk about. And then the second idea that I have for you is creating designated play places in your house that maximize the fun but without clutter. So this could look like doing toy rotation. Now I, for one, am not the best at toy rotation. I tend to be the one that forgets to rotate the toys, (laughs) but I'm really excited for when our construction is done with the addition that we're doing because we're going to have a storage closet and my hope and plan is that I'm going to have some toy rotation set up in there so that I can easily do some swap outs because right now our storage is in the basement so once it's down in the basement I kind of forget about it. So if you do not already do a toy rotation it would be a cool thing to check out and try this summer. And another thing would be like a craft station. So if your kids are like mine, mine could literally craft all day, every day. (laughs) Victoria asks me to do a craft every single day and coloring is not cutting it for her anymore. She wants to like glue things and cut things and create things. And anyway, so one of the things that I am working on again with our addition is creating a craft cart that I can put everything that she can use essentially on her own, um, but so that it's all in one area and we can have a craft station. She has one in her bedroom right now, which is another option if you have uh, more than one child and maybe one of them can independently do some things, but you can't always trust the younger ones. If you have an Eleanor in your house. Um, but so Victoria does have a little craft station in her room and it has basically just coloring stuff because um, Ellie does go in there and they're in there unsupervised sometimes. So I don't want glue or anything that they could get into when I'm not around. But that's another option if you do have an older child and you have younger kids letting them have a station in their bedroom or in their private area that they can do their crafts or they can whatever activity like board games or Victoria really likes marbles as well and we don't have marbles out all the time. 
choking hazard. So that is something that she can have up in her room unsupervised while I keep the littles out of her room. And then another thing to think about, which if you've been following my podcast for a while, you know that we do not limit our screen time. Maybe it'll be something we limit in the future, but right now we don't. And so another thing to think about when having the kids home for summer is, are you limiting screen time? What does that look like? And thinking about how to find a balance between screen time and other activities that you are requesting that they do or anything else around the house that they need to do, things like that. So one of my friends, actually, I saw a post recently, which was super cute. It was like a checklist and it was like, five things that they had to do before screens. And so it was like, make your bed and have your breakfast. But some of the other activities on it was like, you know, your 20 minutes of reading or 15 minutes of exercise or I don't know, your 10 minutes of doing your laundry or that was a bad example because nobody times laundry by minutes. But you get what I'm saying. Like if there are things that you want them to be doing, and this is especially good to fit that educational piece in if you do want them to be doing their 20 minutes of reading or maybe you're practicing math facts or anything like that, they need to do those five things before they can have their screen time. And this might actually be something that I decide to implement at the end of summer when we start homeschooling. Like I said, we don't do limits on screen time right now, but might be something that I consider in the future. I don't want this episode to be too long, so we're going to hop right into some outdoor activities, and I want to start with some, again, things local that you can look for if you don't already know about them, thinking about some outdoor destinations. So whether that is nearby playgrounds or trails to go on hikes or bike rides. You could also look for nature spots. Um, We obviously love to go to Hershey Park, so maybe you also have amusement parks in your area, splash pads, pools, local water parks, or we also love to go to our local farm, petting zoos, anything like that zoos, aquariums, like all of those types of outdoor destinations can also be really fun, especially in the summertime. Get yourself out, try something new, and support some local businesses, support some local, you know, um, entertainment places, things like that. We actually just today, um, so like I said, it's it is Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday, and that's when this is coming out. Um, But today, they just opened a brand new park in Harrisburg, and it's shoots and ladders themed. So not gonna lie, super pumped about going to check it out, but also glad I didn't go today because it looked like a madhouse. Um, But very exciting that they're like bringing this childhood game to life. So I'm excited to check that out. So when it comes to different outdoor activities, I want to also put in your mind some things to think about before you go. So thinking about, is it age appropriate? People always say like, oh, I didn't think my kids would like Hershey Park. My kids have been going to Hershey Park since they were one, less than one, and three. So I am a firm believer that amusement parks, things like that, any age can enjoy it. You just need to know what part of it. Obviously, they're not going to enjoy standing in lines to get on 
roller coasters all day when they can't get on roller coasters. But do my kids love watching the SEAL show? Absolutely. Do we love to go on the monorail and look over the zoo to see if the bears are out? Yes, 10 out of 10. So making sure that within the activities that you're going to do, that you kind of know what your kids enjoy and what's going to be age appropriate for them. And then also planning, what are you going to do at these places? So if you are just going to a local nature trail, are you going to incorporate a nature hunt? Like maybe you are going to have a little bingo board that your kids need to find things from their board. One thing that I just saw recently on TikTok, I think, was a mom brought their kids to like the like to get paint and like with no explanation just said pick four colors and so they grabbed like four paint swatch colors and then they went on a nature hunt and she made them find things in the paint swatches that they got. So that's a super fun thing that you can incorporate. And then also thinking about things you could do around your house. We started a garden this year and it's super exciting because every morning the girls want to go out and see if there's anything that they can pick. They want to water it and it's just been a really fun family activity and honestly it's been so exciting to see that like we're growing things. We are not normally plant people so the fact that my garden didn't die the first week that we planted it is amazing itself but we're actually producing food that we can eat. It's so cool. So if you've never done something like that, maybe looking at gardening or some house projects to do around your um, yard or your house. Two summers ago, I think it was, my husband built our fence and my oldest, Victoria, was able to help him. This past weekend, he was adjusting some of our Um, gates so that we're ready to go for the construction at the end of the month. And Victoria was out there again helping him. So doing fun house activities as well. Maybe you have a honey-do list that never gets done. Pick a project from that list and do it as a family. That's also another really easy way to incorporate some learning into your summer days, having them do measurements or just finding out where they want to learn or what's piquing their curiosity so that you can expand on further learning opportunities around that. So we know Victoria loves building things, so we do a lot of math and measurements with her. So just another fun way to incorporate that learning aspect into your everyday activity. So before I let you go, I want to tell you to plan ahead. That is my biggest tip any time someone asks like, how do you do it? How do you stay sane? How do you like have 17 million toddlers with you at all times and you don't lose your mind? It's simply because I try and plan for the absolute worst case scenario in any situation and be ready for it. And so for planning ahead when it comes to summer activities, I just make sure that I have everything that I could possibly need ready to go. I think about what is our schedule like today? Am I going to need snacks? Am I going to need drinks? Are we going to have to eat lunch out? If we are eating lunch out, am I packing lunch or am I going to buy lunch somewhere? Am I going to adjust their nap schedule? Are we forfeiting nap today? Are they going to get a car nap? When is the best time to leave if they are going to get a car nap? Anything that adjusts or um, directly affects their schedule is going to be top priority on my 
what I need to think about before we really do this plan. Then I have a list of things that I'm going to grab no matter what we're doing. So that's going to be like their drink bottles, sunscreen, hats, sunglasses, change of clothes. I always forget socks, but like inevitably they're going to change their shoes or they end up getting their socks wet and then I regret not having an extra pair of socks with me. So I've been trying to be more diligent about grabbing socks And I also always have a swim bag at the ready. So their swim bag is going to have bathing suits, towels, sunscreen. I also, we cloth diapered. So we have a ton of wet bags. If you do not have a wet bag, highly recommend get yourself a wet bag. I always have those in our swim bag because then they can put all of their wet stuff inside and it doesn't get wet anywhere else because it's you know, waterproof. Um, But also it makes unpacking really easy because I can grab the wet bag to throw in the wash and I know that nothing else in the bag was left wet and mildewy. So those are things that I always have at the ready no matter what. And then of course, if you are doing something specific like going on your nature hunt or you are going to the splash pad or anything, the local farm, all that stuff, maybe you're going to add additional things into those bags or maybe you're going to have a completely different list of things that you need. But those are some of the things that I always think about when I am planning my days ahead to make sure that not only am I prepared with the things that I have, but I'm mentally prepared for how my day needs to run. Because if I am forfeiting nap, I need to be in a much different mental state than if my kids are getting proper naps. So I hope that this episode was helpful. I hope that you are going to text the word SUMMER, S-U-M-M-E-R, to 570-669-3383 to get registered for my completely free first ever masterclass that I am hosting next Tuesday, June 27th at 8 p.m. And if not, I will catch you back here next week. I hope you have a fabulous week. And remember, I've always got your back. Have a great week, mama. Mommy. 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 Well, that's my cue and probably yours too. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Happy Vibes Mama podcast. I hope you know how excited I am to be connecting with you on this podcast. Remember, I've got your back always. I hope this episode hit you in your feels or got the energy flowing so that you can make it until bedtime tonight. So please, if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with your friends. Because after all, every mama needs her village. So go ahead and share it on social media and tag me. And yes, go do it right now so that you don't forget. I'm so excited to be on this motherhood journey with you, mama. Chat with you soon. Bye.